Okay, welcome back to Wednesday Night Fight Pack. And uh, this evening, William, uh, as a proud Yorkshireman, uh, you're going to be surprised to hear that I'm going to go into bat for Manchester. Good. Um, and the reason I'm going into bat to Manchester is because of what the Guardian campaign is now seems to be against Manchester. Um, and it's obviously the Guardian being horribly self-flagellating about its own origins in Manchester and its owners being involved in the cotton industry and the cotton industry being involved in the slave trade. Mm. And they've taken this rod to their own back, rightly or wrongly. Uh, but then they've gone to kind of broaden the attack onto the whole of Manchester and their record in the whole West Indian sugar slavery 18th century uh, empire. Mm. And I think this is actually an abominable slur on Manchester because actually Manchester has a fantastically proud tradition very, very early of opposing uh, the slave trade. Mm. And uh, it deserves to be, it, 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 it's not the leaders of Manchester, it's the working people of Manchester were in some ways remarkably heroic in what mm. they did. Uh, well, uh, yes, I agree with you, and the record is there. Uh, and if you if you read about it, uh, industrial workers in, at that time, late 1700s, uh, very early 1800s, petitioned and campaigned to end slavery. Um, there was a connection, though, Michael, wasn't there, between Man what, what are called Manchester goods and the international triangular trade. Oh, for, for, for sure, for sure. Um, but, the, the, you know, because um, Manchester cottons were mm. sold into Africa uh, in mm. order to get the slaves, the slaves that then went over to, uh, were shipped over to the US and they produced, well, not the US, <laughs> America as it was, and, the, mm. and the, cotton, the cotton came back and managed to produce the goods. So, yes, mm. Manchester... The industrial Manchester as an economy, of course, was heavily enmeshed in the mm. cotton business, mm. if, which meant that it had a heck of a lot to lose. But the point is this, William. You look back to the very roots, the very origins of the abolition movement, mm. and it goes back essentially to 18, sorry, 1787, 1787, when mm. the abolition committee was started. And uh, the key movement was it was a mover was a guy called Tom Clarkson, who I think was no relative that I know of uh, of other Clarksons. <laughs> the modern Clarkson. The, the modern Clarkson. Tom Clarkson was an interesting, very interesting guy. He was a son of a quite poor um, priest. He managed to get a scholarship to go to Cambridge, study divinity, and while he was at Cambridge, he entered the Latin Prize, the Latin Essay Prize. Now, believe it or not, William, uh, winning the Latin Essay Prize would make you make your entire career, as, as obviously mm. you would expect. Mm. And the prize, the essay question that was set for his year was, "Can you ever justify slavery?" Mm. And Clarkson decided he was going to win this, and mm. he did an awful lot of research and delivered this essay, which, you know, was outraged at slavery and said, "No, it, it's got to stop." Mm. 
He won the prize, and later that year, he was traveling on horseback to London. He came to a place called Wade's Mill, still there apparently, and mm-hmm. he sat down on the turf, and he had one of these moments of revelation where he said, I've written this essay. Slavery is clearly abominable. Mm. Someone ought to do something about it. Mm. And that someone is going to be me. And he then started off this extraordinary career as an activist, going around uh, all the places like Bristol, Liverpool, Manchester, all the cities, and doing two things. One, collecting evidence about the slave trade, and secondly, trying to start abolition movements. Mm. very first year, 1787, he ended up in Manchester. And what happened there was he met some civic leaders, and they said, well, come and preach in our our church. And he did, and he preached about slavery, absolutely chock-full, chock-full church, with actually loads of um, black members there as well, because there were loads of black workers in Manchester at the time. Mm. And... As a result of that, in 18, 1787, I keep getting it wrong, 1787, Manchester delivered a petition to Parliament that was signed by 20% of the population. Mm. 20%, William. And it was the first position, petition of its time. And these were signed by factory workers who knew, who knew they had a lot to lose. But, I, but once Michael... Manchester had done that, Sheffield had to do it, even though they were making the chains and the, and, and the, and the manacles. Mm. And petitions started snowing down on Parliament from every town and city. And it was the absolute, you know, it wasn't Wilberforce. It was the towns Mm. and cities and the ordinary working people of Britain who were the initiators of this. And in that, Manchester stands alone and absolutely proud history. So uh, it sickens me a little bit to see The Guardian giving Manchester a hard time about this. Well, I think, I mean, actually, one of the reasons The Guardian might do that is that it's no longer the Manchester Guardian. It's quite uh, deracinated. It's, uh, it's uprooted itself, isn't it? But, but leaving that aside, don't you think one of the reasons that the industrial working classes of the time would see it straight away, they'd understand straight away what slavery is, because they were actually experiencing it. They had no vote. They, children were working 12 hours a day. Some children were beaten to death, effectively, which, uh, you know, you only have to read about it. So you understand the different forms of slavery. And I'd argue that what went on in the late 1700s, early 1800s in Britain, in the industrial cities, uh, was a form of slavery. I don't think I'm too far in saying that. Well, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And historically, there was um, a guy called Richard Osler from my hometown in Huddersfield who wrote this letter to the Leeds Mercury uh, entitled Yorkshire Slavery, where he absolutely, in the early 19th, 19th century, where he directly made those comparisons. He mm. directly made those comparisons. So I think it's absolutely not by mistake that around 1830, 1832, 1833, 1834, you had the Great Reform Act, you had emancipation mm. of the slaves in the West Indies, and then you had the Factory Acts. Because, mm. of course, you're inhumane. Yeah, so can we just finish by zooming ahead uh, to the present day? I mean, I'd argue that Britain had a form of reckoning in in that period with Wilberforce and the anti-slavery coalition, and we achieved it, uniquely achieved it at the time. 
Um, and now you've got a situation where people are, are calling for things like reparations, and I think even Prince Charles is open to that idea. And it's very interesting, and I canvass STB members, and uh, reparations, the idea of paying reparations from people that aren't enslaving anyone to people that are not enslaved and never been enslaved, doesn't go down terribly well, particularly in the among my sort of northern industrial uh, area uh, STB members. You know, they just don't really see that that's very helpful. What was your take on that? Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a renegade on this. I'm a bit of a renegade on this, William. Um, I think that people are right to object to the loads of bad faith that surrounds this issue. Mm. Uh, mm. There is a, a desire for punishment and uh, there is a desire to profit from victimization. And both of those uh, are things which we have to beware of. Similarly, I think apologies are totally worthless. I mean, you know, it's someone who wasn't responsible for something apologizing yes. but to someone who wasn't a victim of something uh, yes. worthless. That said, and I know you don't agree with me on this because we've discussed it, mm. I think some form of reparation is a, would be a good thing. Mm. And I think it, it would be possible to do it in a way which is non-punitive, mm. um, but which acknowledges the fact that during the 18th century, Britain's economy, its military, its finances, and the city of London really were the product of, of uh, largely of, of this whole uh, West Indian slave sugar empire. Mm. Uh, and I think that, yeah, I think there are ways to do it. I know you disagree with it. I know that many people who are watching this will disagree with it, but... Um, we, don't, we don't, Michael, we don't I, always... I, 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 it's, it, I, I disagree it, with it, reparations. It, I, I, I agree. I think the reparation is a good idea, some mm. form of acknowledging real historic hurt and then trying to repair some of that real historic hurt but it's difficult it is very difficult we don't we i mean the, the beauty of these uh, wednesday night fight backs is we don't always agree and we want to get uh, our opinions and discuss these things i'm i'm skeptical because i don't think once you start this it looks a lot of it looks like uh just plain old racial favoritism and retribution and i don't know where you'd stop it that's my problem so i'm well that, 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 that's why i say that's why i'm not in favor of reparations i'm in mm. favor i have a specific uh, um suggestion in mind which i'm not going to go into here but it, it, mm. it is a uh, you know it, it, it would be a a reparation which i believe would be effective mm. uh, would recognize that the hurt and the ongoing issues which you know, are around that hurt, and also recognize what Britain is good and great at, and try and extend some of that greatness towards people for whom I think we do owe uh, a historic acknowledgement. Mm. Uh, well, but as you say, we can disagree. I, I can't sadly reach down um, and get <laughs> reach down the microphone, and we, we can't start to fight about it, can we, frankly? No, I, do, I, do, I think we, we just have to agree to disagree on some of these things. I think yeah. the, I mean, what we do agree on, which is let's finish on this, is um, Manchester, an incredible place. Uh, it'll always be the world's, uniquely, the world's first industrial city. And I think you, we are totally 100% behind your attempt to pay tribute to its inhabitants uh, in, in starting off the campaign to abolish slavery. So I think let's end there. Well done, Manchester, from a Yorkshireman. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. <laughs> okay, cheers.